Welcome back. This is episode 11. Whoop. 11 episodes of this. And you know you're in are... podcast heaven. Oh, yeah. Yes. 11, thank heaven, man. Let's go. Let's roll into it. We're going to roll in. Autobots roll out. We're going to roll straight in with some. Uh... We're going to roll straight in with some corrections and updates. No, it's not working for me. <laughs> I guess I'll just go in what I've been doing my my week, so we can uh, wait upon that. So, all right. First of all, I've been playing this new game. Uh, it's been pretty fun. It's not it's not brand new. It's been on it's been on the um what I was playing on Xbox. It's been on the store for a while now. Have you guys heard of Attack on Titan two? The Does anime? No no the, no no the show. No the game. It's There's a, a game. game. I was playing oh. it. Yeah, I can't There's play the anime. To the game. Well, I can, but. No. Yeah, it's there, no. Yeah, it's a sequel because there was Attack on Titan one, but it kind of retreads all the same ground as the first one for the most part. Uh, it's a very fun game. Like, wow! I I, I was practically I've been really like addicted to that game for the past three days. Yeah, because I got it. What what day was it? I don't know. Friday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, about that. And um. It's a really fun game. It's so it's based on Attack on Titan universe, obviously, and it is based off the anime. And it gets you get to um, make yourself a third, like a character, and you're then implementing the story and uh, of the Attack on Titan story. And it runs pretty close to the show, other than some weird differences because you're a part of it. And it's really it's really fun. Like the really like the story isn't anything to ride home about because it's just Attack on Titan story, and that story is good, but it's yeah. Like it's not like it's anything new if you've seen. If you already read or watched Attack on Titan, you're not going to get some riveting experience from it, story wise. But gameplay wise, it's so fun and extremely addicting. So, um, if you know ODM Deer from Attack on Titan, like whenever I saw that, I was like, "Yo, that would be super fun if I was in a video game." And now playing with it, dude, oh my goodness, it was way, <laughs> it was beyond what I expected. So where do i start with that it's really like easy to use and intuitive but can get get really complex very quickly it's extremely fun to use as well so the odm gear is what you use to swing around um to like fly around with and attack these uh titans which is part of attack on titan story i didn't explain that part well but who cares i'm talking about the odm gear so the odm gear like i was saying helps you attack the titans and it is very crucial, one of the most important things when it is um, about attacking Attack on Titan. And uh, it's really fun and really well implemented. It's just like extremely similar to uh, Spider-Man. If any of you play Spider-Man, like the video game, 
the one that came out a while yeah, yeah. ago. And uh, everyone remembers how fun that is. With the this. PS4 one? Yeah, we talked yeah. about that a few episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much, like, like, it's very similar. Um, it's, more, it's more definitely a target base, like, um, where, like, you shoot your ODM gear on the Titans if you're attacking them and swinging around. It's definitely if you have, like, buildings around you and stuff like that. But it's... <sighs> extremely fun and i'm not very good at explaining it yeah just just go play it guys <laughs> hey if the movement is fun that sounds awesome way back when, in the gameplay i know the what? i remember way back when a friend of ours he told us to play like a unity fan game of attack on titan and that was pretty oh, fun yes. that, that's nostalgia right there and that was i had game. because i've never seen attack on titan still haven't seen it because i'm because i'm a wimp <laughs> um I, uh, I was, this game's fun. Why is there a bunch of naked people walking around? And, <laughs> and all I knew was the theme song and that's it. So that theme song, yeah, the game was fun though. So then, I don't know, maybe I'm going to, yeah, it's really interesting. You have to really work to get the movement functioning. Like it's not a, it's not a Spider-Man ps4 sort of thing where the movement is really easy and effortless like you have to put yeah. effort but if you put in that effort and you can get really fluid with it it feels I remember awesome. being really impressed they're by making this. a second i was fan really game. impressed by it being uh, not the original yeah. guy who made it yeah it was really impressive on... but they're making an attack on titan the game too mm -hmm. it's no it's already it's already came out that's what i was talking about earlier i just didn't <laughs> no, uh, Attack on Titan the game is the fan game we were talking about. There are some people who are making, since the guy stopped updating it like 2015 or whatever, there are some people making an Attack on Titan the game 2, which is a fan game. Ah, not the official one. Yeah. There is an official one out. And yeah, it's the also official. extremely fun. The, yeah, we, we'll try it out one day. Because <laughs> one day. One day. Maybe when I get into the show. So, I need to um, actually watch the show. Mm -hmm. I have an Attack on Titan related story um, of a time I actually once Ooh. got bullied. Oh no. And or, I shot him in the It was an attempted bully. It was an attempted bully. Attempted. But it was like really kind of funny in a way because it was when. So I'll give you an idea. When Attack on Titan came out, before it was like really popular, I was watching it with my sister and then it boomed. And everyone was watching Attack on Titan. And Attack on Titan was probably the switch between when anime started to become mainstream. Mm -hmm. Remember this. It because was the, the catalyst, anime yeah. Didn't used to be mainstream, and now it's more accepted. So everyone knew about Attack on Titan. So this one popular kid, and this is when I was in middle school. This one popular kid came up to us at one lunch, and... He walked up to us with a full-on, like, printed-out image of Aaron Yeager. And, like, he was like, is this your king? <laughs> and, like, we were like, wow. Yeah, sure. Sure, man. I, like, and we just looked at him <laughs> because it was just the funniest thing. Like, this man went through the effort to try to bully us, but, like, he printed it out. He just straight up printed this thing out. I don't for the know purpose what to say of handing to that. it That's to That's so amazing. much effort for one. So person. much effort, and it was like a fully like colored image of Aaron Yeager, and it's just Aaron Yeager's face. And like we spent that lunch like drawing on the Aaron Yeager's face because we thought it was the funniest thing. But I think about that. 
I think about that. Are you sure? Are you sure it was an attempt at bullying and he wasn't trying to join the the fan cult of Aaron Yeager as um, king? I, I, I am fairly certain he was trying to bully us. And this is because. But he he printed the picture out. And the only logical conclusion I can make from that is that he wanted to hang it up in his no, room. OK, so he can I, wake up every morning and be like, this is I, my king. Listen, so I have a theory. So I know that his younger sister was into anime. So my theory is mm. that maybe she showed it to him and like his thought process was to print it out. Like, I don't understand. But like the fact that he did the effort. I don't even think he wasn't really bullying you. He's just. It was a silly attempt at bullying. So he he actually bully? was trying to bully because literally he's a jerk and would like bully other people and would be like just an asshole yeah. in class. So welcome yeah. to the slandering podcast. I just say this. I yeah, hate, um, I'm, male. I'm not this saying is his male. name. I'm not saying his name. It's fine. Maybe if he hears it, he will recognize it because who else does that? <laughs> who else yeah. went up to? There's a bunch of weeboos out there that we offended. Probably do that, but we won't say. It went up to that. the random people you don't really know well and went, "Is this your king? Do you worship him? Is this your, Is this king? your king?" <laughs> The sincere question into it, like it makes it much funnier. Is this your king? Is this your king? I have to know. I guess this means now we're jumping into the game segment. Anyway, because <laughs> we started with a game. Well, I've fixed the soundboard, so let's head into corrections <laughs> and updates. Okay, All let's right, do it first. Yay! It works for real. Yeah. Amazing. Right, so first off. Uh, so for corrections and updates, we're going to start with the uh, moment of silence for and as requested. Anyway. I don't know what to I'm saluting, but <laughs> I'm saluting. That's an amazing trumpet. You have an amazing that's trumpet. That's Jason right Mraz mouth trumpeting right there. Yeah, well, I got a real trumpet. I'm bring so, that too. Uh, <laughs> We'll start off with a very quick uh, news segment, actually. Hello, and welcome to tonight's edition, the first edition of Sour Cream and Onion News. I'm your host, Cream, and today we're going to be taking a look at the new Sour Cream and Onion segment schedule, TM. So basically, we're going to, all weeks, we're going to be doing corrections and updates, music, poetry. But to keep the podcast a little bit shorter, more like around an hour, so basically, every week we're going to pick like two or three segments that we switch off on. So like the movies, the Zoomers like this, games, discussions, whatever. Just to yeah. keep it more to, more to about an hour than an hour and a half that we were approaching. Yeah. Like episode keep- 10 was two hours long because Sour yeah. and Onion are the slowest Mad Lib players in existence. I thought you so cut that down. I wasn't there. No, I'll t- <laughs> Did you cut that down? Like- I did cut it down. It, the edited Good. version ended yeah. up being like an hour and a half, but the Perfect. recording was two hours long. <laughs> Goodness. Hopefully Dude, I feel I'll like that episode should just been the Mad section. And you're just going to see me go speed. Yep. I I, speed. I'm really fast when it comes to Mad Libs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ne- next special episode, whenever we do Mad Libs again, that's. We'll, we'll be doing it faster, hopefully. <laughs> 
Right. And that's all we have for today. Thank you for tuning in to Sour Cream and Onion News. This has been Cream signing off. See you yeah. whenever we have news like this. Cream, I thought you were going to say that this is Don't the talk end of the over podcast. the cutout. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just trolling. <laughs> all right. So, um, last two corrections and updates. I didn't notice anything big in episode 10. So, just we recommended several YouTube channels either last episode or the episode before, but we forgot to promote our own. Go check out Sour Cream and Onion on YouTube. Right now, there's yep. not that much on there, but it's extremely hard maybe to find, one day so, there will be. Yeah, it's extremely hard to find. So, type in Sour Cream and Onion channel and then scroll through. You eventually find us. We ha- it's the same uh, picture as our podcast emblem. So, same icon. Yeah. Same psychedelic icon. Yeah. You'd be tripping balls. Like, I'd oh, like to give a big thank you to our current 8% of listeners that are tuning in from Ireland. Woo! Shout out to you, Ireland! Thank Ireland! You. Thank you, statistics. Thank you, Ireland. Sorry for every time I confuse Irish with Scottish. My, my sister yeah. bullies me a lot over that. You'll say we weren't going I, to Ireland anytime soon. We are I have a hard Americans. time telling the difference, but that's because I'm not very exposed to Irish and Scottish culture. Our yeah, Irish viewers, say hi to Niall Horan and you too for me. Yes, please do that for us. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So we also, uh, I guess we'll, we'll <laughs> then you know what time it is. What time is it? It's game time. So a little behind the scenes trivia for all our viewers. We actually didn't record a podcast last week, so that gave us a lot more time to play games, or at least a bit more. And yeah, I I needed a break after that Mad Libs session. Yeah. So (laughs) also school starting up, university and whatnot. All of us were moving. It was bad. It was pretty bad. Except for me, your Um, boy. Thankfully, um. Despite the fact that classes began, it's been a mostly chill week, so uh, I got to play a bit of games. I also got to play a bit of games with my roommates, awesome. and we'll discuss a couple of them. All right, what game are you going to start first, with? Yeah, fun I times. think I think Cream has Cream and Sour have a ton of games they want to talk about. We we do have a bunch what? of games. We we played some Minecraft Java. Ah, uh, yes. yes, Minecraft mm. Java is a good time. Minecraft Java, the greatest games ever made. Yep, yes. pretty much. Breaking uh, trees. If you've never played Minecraft before, play it. Breaking trees, building houses, typing in building seeds. dungeons. I was trying to rhyme, but thanks for ruining it. <laughs> <laughs> building building trees, farming yeah. bees, <laughs> farming getting bees. honey. That's all the and new updates. Cutting stuff. leaves. I mean, yeah. All cutting the cool leaves. Things you can do. Yeah. All the cool things you could do in Minecraft. Minecraft is such a fun, relaxing game. Yes. We'll play a I play Minecraft on my Switch. It's not the Java version, but play Minecraft on my Switch all the time on the train. That's nice. Ah. Mm-hmm. Portable Minecraft. What a yeah, relaxing experience. I just hate it that the skins are DLC. Hmm. When the world is just too much for you, hop on your Switch and play some yeah. Minecraft. Mojang makes too much money. <laughs> Minecraft's like the best selling game of all time. It is. Goodness gracious. Okay. We just want to mention how relaxing it is. And if you guys haven't played it before, which is very unlikely because it was like it blew up in like what 2010? No, 2012 or something. 2012. 
think yeah, around 2012. Middle school. Yeah. 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 If you still haven't played Minecraft in your life, what the heck is wrong with you? At the same time, I'm also <laughs> really impressed the fact that you managed to like not play it or not even hear about it. So also, do that's people still impressive. have? Do people still have like a a, a unquenchable hatred? For Minecraft at this day and age, because now I think they decided to hate Fortnite instead. Yeah, yeah, I that was the like 2016 era. Everybody was like, "Oh, it's old. Only little yeah. kids play Minecraft." Everyone but then, was super edgy. You can uh, everyone on. got nostalgic for it, and they're like, "Now we're gonna now because people were spreading hate towards the thing we love, we're all gonna spew hate at Fortnite." And right? while it's not the same. Uh, express it doesn't allow for the same expression of creativity mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to hate on people the little kids who are playing fortnite i like Fortnite. it's, it's not an issue it's I'm, a I'm not game. a fan of it's not my thing but i'm not a fan mm -hmm. of the whole um weaponizing starry-eyed kids so they can get apple to do what they want but wait what i like fortnite oh, yeah, as a game that's, that's pretty gross that's pretty um well as, a, as someone who sees both sides of the story, I still kind of think it's it's more like seeing two titans or giant mechs decide to fight each other, and it's going to be like this epic battle and whatnot, and I'm just going to go <laughs> eat my popcorn. I'm going to eat my popcorn. This is going to be like the Gurren Lagann of um, lawsuit of two companies it's gonna be great it's gonna be great. i love it anyway that's completely off topic <laughs> have i ever told uh, you guys like how my brother plays minecraft how does he play minecraft okay so this was a conversation because i was watching my younger brother play minecraft and get an idea my brother is 16 so he didn't start really playing minecraft until you know how there's a resurgence right now of minecraft mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. There's kind of a resurgence, and he started asking my older brother, who is 24, he's just like, do you even know how to play Minecraft? And my older brother was in high school when Minecraft came out and played the, like, original Minecraft. And so I started laughing at my younger brother because I was like, sir, sir, don't, do not. And, don't question but, the veteran. But Respect your elders. My younger brother has this weird caste system in how he plays Minecraft, like he rents people's land and like works for them and will give them a certain amount percentage of his earnings and shares. Feudalism? There's feudalism in Minecraft it. feudalism. <laughs> wow. There's some I mean, servers I guess it's, like that. They are weird. I guess like, it's fitting because it, swords and armor and everything, but feudalism? <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, that's how you play Minecraft. And I'm just like, and then my no. older brother started laughing out. He's just like, why do you have a feudalism society in Minecraft? I'm so confused. What? At least it's not a capitalist system in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just thought you should know that. Yeah, that is funny. That's wow. funny. Huh. I mean, it's it's a valid way to play Minecraft. Definitely not the intended way, but. You know, it's a really open game, and that's what's that's one of the really cool things about it. Yeah, you could make a society in Minecraft. Feudalistic society where you rent land and you have to have property, <laughs> and it's crazy. 
Do you yep, even you Minecraft? Do too. Do you if even you don't Minecraft? Know, that's what. If you don't know the concepts behind said. a feudal society, you're not playing <laughs> Minecraft right. I'm yeah. sorry to inform. Do not know the way. I just Minecraft. saw some. I just googled capitalism in Minecraft server, and one of the first videos I saw is capitalism's biggest flaw explained with Minecraft villagers. I'm watching this. I'm gonna watch this. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, bookmark. I want some. I want some. That sounds like an interesting video. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Okay, again, completely off topic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in terms of close. other games, I. I finished the campaign of Mirror's Edge, Edge Catalyst. I finally got around title. to playing the second game. I absolutely love the first game. I think the the second game is not quite as good, partially because I feel like some of my muscle memory is is affected when I play the second game. So I'm not as I, I'm not as fluid as I am with the first game. And that's not that's not Catalyst's fault. They They've improved some things, but there are also some really weird decisions. The open world, I feel like, doesn't work. If you're using the open world to get from place to place, there's a ton of backtracking through the same uh, areas over and over because there's only one or two places between buildings you can get across because you're always on the rooftops. Is and there fast travel? There yes, is fast travel, but then you're just skipping the open world. What's the point of the open world at that point? You're only going to the linear points. And the, the linear levels are good. Uh, they're not all as good as the first game was. But they are fun to play. And the, there's some, just some weird decisions that baffle me. The skill tree. Whoever decided that you don't, you don't start with the skill roll should have just... What? Who thought that the was a good idea? The roll is an upgrade? Yes, the roll is an upgrade. You don't have it when you start. Wow. It's donkey stuff like that that just boggles my mind. <laughs> well, again, I didn't know it, how to roll until I bought it. It is in also store. an engine swap. They went for Frostbite, yeah. which, I mean, I, I like the Frostbite engine because of how, how it visually looks. There's like most Frostbite games have like their own like style to them, unless your yeah. name is um, Dragon Age Inquisition. But, um,. <laughs> Ooh. It's shade alert. Like I thought, Mirror's Edge Catalyst looked better than Mirror's Edge, but also it didn't. It looks better, but also it doesn't. I don't know. I'd I just think the light. It looks the, absolutely gorgeous. The reflections definitely give a much better feeling of this pristine utopian city than the first game did. I think, but I at the liked... same time, because there's a lot more real time elements to the lighting whereas a lot of it was baked in the first game it looks better at the same time and also different but they're also two very different aesthetics even so they're a yeah. little bit hard to compare i think i like mm. the clean yet dirty look of the original mirror's edge like i think it's down to like the texture quality of the baked light maps but i liked how mm -hmm. the light bounced like forever in those light maps yeah so then you would see like the red walls bleed into the white and like you'd see some like dirt with the ambient occlusion. And I went, Mirror's Edge 1 is just such a distinct and beautiful looking game, despite how old it is. Absolutely. It hasn't aged a bit. Maybe <laughs> though the combat's still terrible, but it's yeah. <laughs> and the, the e-shirts, commercial cutscenes. That's pretty, 
that I think that's aged pretty poorly. But the but gameplay and aesthetically, I think it's pretty darn good. Darn good. Yeah. With the free the, running. The combat has gameplay, been. The combat. I would say it's been improved in the second game. You can be a lot more fluid if you take the time to figure it out. But most of the time, you're encouraged to just run past the enemies. And most of the time, that's what I'd recommend, because the running is so much more fun than the combat. I don't but I'd know say why. It's a, yeah, you can get a lot more fluidity, which connects it better to the running gameplay than uh, in the first game, where it just, any combat at all, completely takes away all speed and momentum and anything like that. Hmm. So I'd say second game, I enjoyed myself, but if I'm going to be revisiting Mirror's Edge, it's probably going to be the first game. And if I do revisit the second game, I'll just be blasting through the main missions to play the the specifically designed linear sections. Okay, how about the soundtrack? Doing that? Solar well, Field how- made the music again. The soundtrack, I really liked. I didn't. I don't tend to pay too much attention to the soundtrack unless it manages to grab my attention, yeah. and that's that's one of the metrics I I see as being as making a good soundtrack. I think it was mixed a little bit low. I feel like I would have I would have enjoyed it more if I turned up the volume, which is I'd say a mark against whoever did the whoever chose the default volumes for them, but. Hmm. I did enjoy what I heard. Okay, good. It, it definitely right. fit the Mirror's Edge aesthetic. Although yeah, the, the main theme is... The, the main theme of the first game is still Mirror's Edge to me. The Mirror's Edge Catalyst theme like the does not symbolize Mirror's Edge as much. Yeah, that, that iconic piano riff. Alright. And so what would That's you rate that game yeah, uh, out, of, out of 10? One being trash, ten being uh, stash, and then in between whatever. I thought we had a binary so rating system. I did, but you, I threw it out the window because you guys kept complaining about it every five seconds. I was like, okay, we're going with one through ten. I'm gonna, so. I'm gonna stick with the binary rating ratings. Oh, now that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I'm gonna so stick with a slight. I'm gonna give it a slightly unkempt stash, like <laughs> ooh, so a low stash. <laughs> Yeah, like a lo- a low stash. Okay, yeah. it's slightly unkempt. It's it's a little bit held down by the the need to make it an open world and the skill tree and whatnot. I feel like there's a few things that could work with a skill tree, but I feel like it would have worked better if you just have everything from the start. All the combat, maybe like health upgrades. Those could be. Those could have a skill tree or whatever but I feel like combat, combat have a skill, skill tree. all the running techniques well, it did have that. i don't feel like those the the skill tree for those was completely unnecessary and it bogged down the game mm. a little bit okay well never mind I, I was gonna say oh man you should have a combat and you're like dude combat sucked and i was like okay never mind take that <laughs> <laughs> you're making that point but my mom was just like hey, combat it makes sense though it's just from a game developer standpoint, that makes sense, but it didn't work out in the end. It's gameplay-wise, mm-hmm. and... Yeah. yeah I but also, I guess I should give it a play, too, so I can get my opinion on the stash and trash rating. Play the original. Yeah. 
play the original. You can. Get I will it. do both of those, and I'll come back to you guys on that. Yeah, it's on uh, the, Xbox. The original's a great time. I think it, it's on much, Xbox backwards compatibility, so yeah, you can check it out. Might, but boom. All right, and I uh, hyper yeah. dimension Neptune. What? This game is weird. <laughs> it, that's a. It's a weird series. So, um, I'm going. To, I'm potentially going to be looking at next week the the hyper dimension Neptunia series because the. Back on the 19th, that was the 10th anniversary, so I, I started hearing about it, and I'm like, I think I got one of those games on a Steam sale or something, and I have what, the, the remake of the first game, and I like the idea, it's the, it's the console wars, except all the consoles are cute anime girls, what's not to like? Uh, but it's turn-based, <laughs> so I'm like, oh. So I'll give it a shot. Persona. We'll see how that goes. Uh, there's luck. also... Sage coming up. Heck yeah. Sonic Amateur Sage, Games Expo. Sage, what happened? We're going to have so much Sage. Sonic fan game content. <laughs> Yay. That's, that's coming up soon. The mm -hmm. A couple days ago, I think the 21st, they stopped accepting more, more submissions to the, to the expo. So everything, everything is just going along now. I think it starts Honky September Dory. 5th. It's September 5th to 12th. Hmm. So, a couple weeks for that one. But that, oh, yes. I cannot wait for that. Speaking that of fan content. Ooh. Oh, yes. Speaking of fan content. So, I have gone gaga over um, the Doom series multiple times. Some people may argue it's my favorite game. It's not. Um... But id Software um, has been pretty adamant how they want to add mod support to the PC version, but mm. they keep making the excuse, well, you know, you have to make your game in the modular fashion, and it just takes more time and effort, and all that, <laughs> all that stuff. The game developers are all current so then. The, so then the whole community, the whole Doom community, mostly consisting of programmers, audio engineers, anim and animators, they all went, well, by God, we're going to do it ourselves. And so, they like, no, you can't do that. Well, that is illegal. They, they're, they're doing nothing. It Software is doing nothing to stop us. So what, have, what people have been doing is they've been modding the game themselves. So right now you can get a helmet list helmetless doom slayer mod where it removes the doom guy's helmet and you can see that id software His actually face. went to the effort to animate the dude's face under the helmet oh that's kind everything of like he moves his eyebrows he changes his mouth he moves his mouth he blinks he does everything that's awesome yeah and even even if the you can't see his eyes pretty well through his visor and everything and hmm. someone just recently modified a level in the game by adding more enemies. And I put a comment on YouTube saying, and so it begins. Saying how <laughs> map editing may be coming. Ooh, it may be coming. Be cool. It's not going to be like the, the watered down snap map garbage that it's not garbage. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. It, it just was wasn't cool. the... It just not, it wasn't it's not the same as legit mods. It's not a, yeah. it's not the hammer it, editor. That's all I'm saying. If we yeah, if we gave mm -hmm. it a stash of trash rating, it would definitely be somewhere in the trash realm. 
it has a uh, Doom right now has pretty trash mod support, but it's gonna. But it seems like the Doom community is resilient, and there I just recently extracted some models from the game with some fan made mm. tools, and I want to inject a model into the game. Hopefully that'll happen. But it's cool. Modding runs deep within the Doom community. Yeah. So brutal Doom's fun. Hopefully it'll to... be a much bigger scene than blood. Uh, twenty Doom twenty sixteen was. Well, I mean Doom twenty sixteen sort of mod. had modding later, like someone managed to unlock the full developer console, so you can screw with the game whatever however you want with it. Like you can mm-hmm. uh, give yourself infinite ammo. There's a god mode, no clipping. You know the the normal stuff. The normal and, stuff. And I have one more game, actually two. I guess I'll start with the the silly game. So my roommates and I, we've been playing Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube. Oh my goodness. Um, Our roommate is pretty competitive when it comes to that. And this was my first Soul Calibur. And all I'm going to say is I want it. I want it. (laughs) That's one way to say it. (laughs) I want it. Soul Calibur is so much fun. And I... I'm not good at Soul Calibur. I'm just gonna say that. But growing up, I had Soul Calibur three. We had Soul Calibur four, and then we had Soul Calibur five, which had all the customization of it. And you literally could spend probably six hours customizing your character because the customization got that intense. You gotta see Soul Calibur six. That you can like build your own characters and everything. Well, you can do that in five, I think. Yeah, but this time you can like paint shirts for your characters you can edit their voices it gets oh, you can because you can do that in five i think or or did we have six or five we had one of them but you could change yeah. their voices and everything yeah it's wild and with soul Calibur 2 it's it has like that charming ps2 gamecube um graphics where it's like really solid but also extremely detailed they worked with they worked with what they got, and it makes like that um, distinct PS2 look that I love. I love uh, like the way Kingdom Hearts looks or Final Fantasy, where it's where it's yeah, it's, it looks great. It's a great looking game for the GameCube, and it's surprisingly very accessible. It sort of reminds me of Smash Brothers in the way it controls. It's not mm. like. Um, other fighting games where you have to like deal with combos and memorize a ton of stuff. It's mostly light, heavy attacks. You can dodge everything by rotating around the character in a circle. And oh, yes. And the characters are super fun. Um, However, there is. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, there is a difference with the old one, though, because, like, I'm just going to be real. The later ones get so, more, so much more sexual that it's kind of wild. Baldo. Honestly, Ivy still might go to I'm going to warn you that it, like, like when you fight, like clothes fall off. Yeah. Full on. Like you be naked. <laughs> you can keep your T rating though. You can keep your T rating, <laughs> however, I'm naked. Yeah. But Soul I'm not Calibur- complaining, but I'm just saying it, it was weird <laughs> because when I played Soul Calibur yeah, hey, two, when so when I played Soul Calibur two, I went, Oh my gosh, the clothes aren't falling off. It's so <laughs> The first time Whoa. I saw it, I was like, their clothes aren't falling out. This is wild. Like, Whoa. Yeah, I remember playing a... I played Soul Calibur at a friend's house. I think it was Soul Calibur 6. It was extremely fun, but 
dang, was it sexualized? I was yeah. Um, I was bad, but I always chose Ivy, and I always get my butt whipped in all my clothes. They were not on. The only thing I want to do is <laughs> right now I've been picking Valdo a lot, mostly because I love his moonwalk. I love oh. uh, <laughs> I love the in Soul Calibur Six. Uh, they're the one of my favorite streamer, Vine Sauce. He had his fan community play play the game with him, and they created all these really dumb characters based off the streams. One of them was Sonic, and he was Baldo. <laughs> He was based off of Baldo, so he did like the moonwalk and the pelvic thrusts and everything. You got to be fast, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Woo! Uh, his, his first line when he started the battle was, let's go! <laughs> and, <laughs> and it sounded, it was like a pitched up version of one of the characters, but um, I just want to learn how to do the pelvic thrusts and, and then my life will be complete. I don't know if they're in that one. Okay, it this is. is me being honest. I don't mm -hmm. know if you can do the pelvic thrust in the... Because that's Soul Calibur 2, I think, that he has. Yeah. Um, I don't... From my knowledge, I don't think you can, because you could so easily do the pelvic thrust in all the other games. Hmm. Oh! So I think it might have been a later edition. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. It sounds Maybe. like your life's desire isn't going to be fulfilled. No, I did see Soul Calibur three on PS two though at a used game store. What? Mm. But we just need to buy an Xbox or something. Mm. You no, know, I we have. Just... We have a PS two. Um, when when Sonic does the public thrust, does he yell out chili dogs? He was like chili he dogs. He doesn't say chili dogs. But that's, that's really um, disappointing. And then I when we went to a retro game store that's next to our school, and I saw Soul Calibur two on display for. PlayStation 2, and it was like $70. What? Wait, what? That hurt me. How is it still 70 It was even bucks? worse when I saw... It was even worse when I saw... Yeah, I know, for an old game. It was even worse <laughs> when I saw Smash Brothers Melee and Mario Sunshine for like seven, for like 70 or 75 bucks, and that was... Wow. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> There's a retro game store in near, nearby where I live where the retro games are so much better priced. I got Sonic Advance mm. 2 there for like $2. Nice. So, Ooh. yeah. Um, Sonic Advance 2 is also fun. And then... Sonic Advance $2 more like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Soul Calibur 2 is great. I want it. And the last game is I played Wrath Aeon of Ruin. So, oh, heck yeah. Yes, I, I love... That. I love these old FPS games. Like, uh, you know all the ones. You know all the ones I like. But um, this one is basically that, but uh, it's developed by 3D Realms, and they develop games like Duke Nukem and all that. Which, oh, uh, I like okay. I, was... <laughs> I don't know. Just something, dude, dude, something Nukem, about bro, the character the just ticks me off. Duke Nukem ticks me kick off. Ass but, and um, chew the character am all that of ass. The game really ticks me off, but. Um, I know. 3D Realms decided to have an initiative to hire a bunch of modders and developers to use old tech to make new games. And one of them is Ion Fury, made in the build engine, which is what Doom and which, not Doom, which is what Duke Duke was made on. But the other one is Wrath, which was made on the OG Quake engine. And being a Quake engine game, it is fast, it is dark, and it's hard and fun. So huh. the sound design is great. I love the way the weapons feel. It's like uh, a 
Is it 2D or 3D? It's 3D. 3D? It's, yeah, okay. quick. Yeah, Dark it's Souls? A, it's, it, it has I mean, like the like Dark, Dark Souls, Souls look to it. Like it has that gothic, spoopy vibe to it. But it's fun spoopy. Like there okay. are, there's, a, there's a couple monster closet jump scare stuff, but um, the enemy that comes out to you is so adorable, but a little annoying that it's not really all that scary. And hmm. um, the soundtrack made by the legendary Andrew Holschult, fan favorite in the Doom community, he, um, he made like an ambient, like sun aesthetic um, soundtrack for the game. And at first I was a little um, bored by it because I went, well, this game needs some, needs, needs some of the heavy tracks. But on further playthroughs, I went, uh, I guess it actually kind of fits. But honestly, I feel like I would like to put some, like, behemoth or something while I'm playing it. Um, mm. The other thing is the level design's great. Like, the things they were able to achieve with the Quake engine is, is incredible. Like, you got me quaking. The level design, it, not only is it aesthetically pretty, but it uses, but it, it, they're actual levels. It's not like... A game like Ion Fury, which from what I've seen seems like it's mostly trying to go, look what we did with the build engine. Look at all this wacky stuff. Even though the the level design is mostly just there to show, look at all the crazy stuff we did. Not so much levels, levels. Whereas this one is levels. And it feels great. And the other thing is it has an interesting save system. So the saves are actually power-ups. So you gather them throughout the level and you think you have a maximum of six and you gather up the saves and you hit the quick save key called the soul tether and then okay. every time you die you can load up there which at first i thought was i was going to be annoyed by because usually when i play these old fps games i'm constantly hitting the quick save button but it's actually they actually handle it pretty well there's they're plentiful and they're easy to find the other thing is that the the level design there's so many secrets in the game even though it's uh it's a little bit tricky to find them most of the time especially because it's still in early <laughs> access but okay. um yeah it runs on literally everything because it's the freaking quake engine so the UTI calculator is out boys <laughs> it's <laughs> it's great wrath is great um haven't finished it but I'm really enjoying it so far and just Pop in some Behemoth or um, Death Heaven, Sun, whatever black metal, Sun? black metal drone metal band you can find and yeah. play it. It's really freaking good. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, correction on my on my part. Sorry. Um, get your TI calculators out, boys and girls. There you go. Got it. There you Boom. go. Yeah. Make sure you need to be gender yeah. inclusive. You gotta be politically correct. Yeah. Gender yeah. inclusive. Inclusivity. There you go. Come one, come all to the Sour King Running Podcast. We accept all, no matter what gender you are. Uh, uh, if you, if you think you're a Quake sale. engine, that's cool. It's, it's welcome. You're, to if you're a Quake, podcast. I don't think anybody is a Quake engine. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. Maybe the Quake if, engine if, will if, go sentient. Who knows? Yeah. Someone, even modern like, or capable, it's written in C. It will be intertwined with the Quake engine, and it will make for a great horror game. <laughs> maybe, so, the, yeah, if you... maybe the computer in her is written in the Quake engine. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Bedrock edition of Minecraft, I mean, hey, we're partial to the Java edition, but come in. Yeah. We accept you, too. <laughs> we, ex- we accept Come you one, come all. all. You're still yeah. Minecraft, even if you're not as good. 
Yeah, even if you're inferior and stupid, we love you. <laughs> no, I'm not inferior and stupid. It just has less, of, a lot less of a community. Because well, uh, it's the console version, so nobody talks on servers. Stupid, it has less. It has a lot less mod support because it hasn't been around nearly as long. Mm -hmm. I heard it's it, on the console with a bunch of stupid Fortnite players. It's like little kids who just have no lives. I mean, yeah. <laughs> heard Rathis hey, we don't insult kids switch. here. We just went over know, this before. Yeah, I yeah. know. That's what. That's the joke. Usually, <laughs> um, as an education major, we protect the children. The children are very important. Yeah. Children are very important. There are future. We need to. Well, now we need to protect the children from Epic launching their campaign against Apple. We need to tell because both of them are bad, and Epic is acting like, oh, you need to save Fortnite. Come on, guys. It's a game. Like no, save it's your own stupid us. decision that got it taken down. That's your fault. From corporate destruction. No, no they did it on purpose. <laughs> they did it on purpose. Uh, yeah, it, wasn't it was on stupid. purpose. It was on purpose. And well, honestly, yeah. As, as like I said, as a person who sees both sides, I applaud Epic for going up against Apple. But I also go, come on, you could have done it in a different way <laughs> than yeah. you know making yeah. making it a giant <laughs> WWE fight with production value and everything. I mean, Welcome I'm entertained, back, but I'm still thinking, man, I shouldn't be entertained by this. What am I going to gain from? <laughs> what am I going to gain from this? Nobody is going to gain awesome anything. WWE fight. Maybe it's, it's well, either Apple is going to set a precedent where for private marketplaces so they can keep the way the thi uh, things the way they are, or yeah. Epic is going to win and the publishers and the people at the top of the publishers will get millions more dollars as or, if they need more but they, or, they'll, they'll maybe go if epic the, wins they will the actually get Cydia they put on youtube on the unlocked version of remember on the app store <laughs> but um okay yeah bravo anyway epic games but also music? come on dude yeah okay. really anyway who wants music. to talk about music bring out the air trumpet real quick Okay, there you go. There's your music transition. Woo! That's from that's from episode ten. That was the transition you guys made. Now it's Yay. official. Yay! Let's talk about music. Yay. We got um, <laughs> the. I think we should start with the big one. Backstreet Boys debut album. Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. It's basically oh, an R&B album. Mm -hmm. oh. it's, it's basically, basically an R&B. It's a sort of cheesy R&B album, but it's probably a little better than people remember. But it is sort very cheesy. Very, it's, very 90s. It's very 90s. Oh. I mean, the music yeah, video alone, beautiful. I've watched it a hundred times. It's the freaking the, Casper haunted house. The Casper haunted house. <laughs> they, people are doing flips. It's great. They're spooky. And then there's like the whole meme around the Backstreet's Back dance, which I don't know if people, this was probably early YouTube time. Was it the lip syncing kids? The lip syncing kids. And yeah. then everyone made animations of it to their favorite anime. Um, when I was back mm -hmm. in my old school, someone did a, their project. They had a lip syncing project and they did the Backstreet Boys video and they put way <laughs> too much effort into that. It was really fun. <laughs> That's it's awesome. Just so good. Yeah. 
So, so obviously, Backstreet Backs classic. Yeah, it's basically <sighs> an R and B album. You've got you got the hits on it, but a lot of it's actually pretty low key. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I thought it was just going to be minor keyed uh, '90s uh, bops. But yeah, is there any is is there any yeah, other songs was, that stuck out it, to you other than like Backstreet Back? Let me check the track list. <laughs> that's a no he said well maybe I, if i remember <laughs> well it's been it's been a minute because this was originally it, it been this the was last like a, yeah for two it was like two weeks ago true true i'm i'm bad the true. backstreet <laughs> debut was yeah it's actually kind of hypocritical of me because i don't remember anything from it <clears throat> back to back <laughs> i did i did find it interesting same as onion because i was expecting it to all be big heavy hitter singles but there's the really the the big one is everybody backstreet's back and then most of them are kind of low-key chill r&b albums more casual love songs sort of is i want it that way on that one no i want it that way is on their second album millennium i think that's gonna be the next one that'll be our next one i see I see the they look so goofy on the album cover, but the other thing <laughs> is that I probably wasn't too <sighs> impressed by their voices. No, no. Like, well, yeah, they're a boy band. Well, I mean, the only take a look boy at band. In, take a look at In Sync. Justin Timberlake has a great that, voice. Or In uh, Sync um, as a group isn't that great with voices either. If there's one whole group that was a popular boy band around this time that actually had good voices. It's Boys to Men. I need to listen to Boys mm. to Men. Boys to Men's amazing. Yeah. The other thing is, uh. I also, I didn't, I obviously didn't grow up with Backstreet Boys. I did, however, grow up with One Direction. <laughs> and hmm. One Direction's voices, they're, all of them, they sing great. I don't, I didn't like the songwriting on the first couple albums because I went, but um the hooks were good the hooks were there the and every single song was bop after bop after bop i guess and all of it was mostly in major keys that's what i was sort of expecting with backstreet boys except flip the major for minor keys because 90s (laughs) and Mm. yeah um it was pretty low-key r&b stuff yeah oh it's just a random, I dig just random thing Probably because yeah. I don't have enough um, R&B in my life. Uh, but it's, it's clearly not the best, but yeah, my, it's my something taste in, that you can listen to. Yeah, my it's taste listenable. in R&B is basically Lionel Richie, Marvin Gaye, and The Weeknd. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and hmm. yeah, I need to expand my R&B taste. Can I just say, I kind of nice. feel sad that I low-key missed out on boy bands in mm. the sense of, okay, listen. So when I was a child, I was very anti-mainstream. Um, I don't know why I was like this. I don't, and then hipster became a word, and I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Album by Kendrick Lamar. And, Stop calling yeah. me out, man. Stop calling me <laughs> out. Um... So when like One Direction was out, I was like, okay, you don't know your beautiful is kind of good. And I'm like, and then I was like, uh, everyone's into One Direction. Eh. Although 
I like you know like the very basic I'm not like other girls mindset you know mm. how I see, like I love the unpopular are, like, on the internalized misogyny where they're like oh man I hate girl things because you know that's kind of what society does is like if a teenage girl likes it they're just like ah it's awful Loki, the um, world just hates teenage girls. The world hates teenage girls. It's really we hate their music. We hate they their hate teenage girls. We hate their novels. <laughs> Don't worry, teenage and girls. The you are safe here in the sour cream and onion podcast. Girls. And yeah. they're making girls hate being teenage girls, and that's where like the whole "I'm not like other girls" meme comes from. Yeah, and we're really, here for we y'all, teenage like girls. You're great. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, what. Yeah. I'm like you are. And now I look back and Yo, I was like, "Wow, girls, I'm rise stupid." Up. <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of like, man, I could have appreciated it more. But you know what? I enjoy Harry Styles, so I guess I'm appreciating somewhat the remnants of it. His debut was great, yeah. Mm. Well, don't worry. If you missed out on that whole One Direction fad, the Backstreet Boys are on a reunion tour, so mm. you're not missing out too much. I'm not it's also the, f- it's the fourth uh, most searched thing on Google. I haven't actually Backstreet listened Boys. to Harry Boys Styles' debut album. The only thing it's I know so about good. it is that he had a... Frank Jav C sample on it, and I was like, I gotta listen to this, and then I uh, never remembered to. Yeah, he has Harry like two Styles seconds on the album. Really it's like time his. to write that down as a note. Yeah, it's like it's like some Noting. classic rock inspired um, pop, and it's really good. The production's great. Harry has a great voice. I love Harry Styles' voice. Also, his music videos are really good, too. This is a side note. I'm trying to... The Adore You music video is really cool. It's, like, probably 10 minutes long, though. But it's a cool watch. Like, Mm -hmm. really interesting storytelling. Who knew Simon Cowell would actually develop an artist into a pretty good artist? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Instead of, you know, throw them to the curb. Simon Cowell is a strange man. He somehow you, seems Simon to Cowell. continuously uh, awful. get himself into weird animated movies. He's got himself yeah. in Shrek and the new Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, there's, a, there's another big weird example, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Wait, he was in, he was in Shrek? There was an extra thing on Shrek 2. So I'm going to answer that question. So if you own Shrek 2, there was a singing extra portion where it was an American Idol but it was like the show, like Shrek American Idol, and Simon Cowell is the judge, and you got to see like the characters sing and go on it. Yep, that's him. That's Simon Cowell, all right. I don't know why Shrek okay. Two did this, but they did it. Mm. They did it. Well, way to be woke, Shrek Two. What a strange, strange talent to get his likeness in multiple animated movies. But it's literally just in the extras. Like, it's this random, obscure extras portion of Shrek 2. <laughs> Fiona, Whereas I got the say, new Scooby-Doo movie it's, is hideous. It's actually in the movie. Any other albums we'd like to talk about? Uh, I have, I have of course, a few, because I've, I've always got that. I'm on that foreign music binge right now. So I listen to a Chinese band called Hyperson? I don't know how it's pronounced. I can't find That's how it's dumb. pronounced hip- anywhere. It looks like Hipperson. Hipperson? <laughs> Hipperson? Like Hyperson? Hipperson. Mm. Who knows? But Welcome their their newest al- album, um, Buildings Roman. It's Buildings Roman. Yeah. Buildings Roman. Um, it's really cool. It's it's post punk as 
far as I can tell, I'm not familiar with the term, so I'm going to trust the music journalists on that. But mm. there's some there's some really cool stuff in that album. They they were going to perform at uh, South by Southwest this year, actually, before that whole thing got canceled, and they were going to have like a yeah. whole U.S. European tour boys. for their their new album. Yeah, uh, expanding cool. into the foreign market, which is really cool. Mm. You don't see much of that from yeah, Chinese bands. Uh, yeah, I don't know much about the lyrics. Boys. They're apparently slightly ambiguous, but tell a modern, timeless story. So if you can actually understand the lyrics, I'm sure there's something <laughs> in there for you. But we tell it's, a modern, timeless story. Okay. Yeah, a, <laughs> it's a, it's a little confusing the way they explained it, but. Uh, you can find an article on it somewhere, I'm sure. Hmm. So the it's post-punk. There, there's some really good stuff on there. There's Our Ballad, I think, is my favorite. Uh, there's also Found It. That's a really good one. It's a, sort of experimental, as you would expect from the, the post-label. Yeah, post It's not is straight traditional <laughs> rock, but I thought it was more alternative than straight punk. But I feel like that could be my lack of experience with all the different guitar genres. Post-punk and alt-rock pretty much are interchangeable at this point. Especially yeah. if you're talking about old post-punk, like Joy Division or something, it's, it's very, pretty much just punk music ex- except weird, weirder. So, hmm. yeah, technically U2 was post-punk. Their old stuff was post-punk. I love and, you too. Really? Yeah, you too. Their old stuff was post punk. Like uh, War. Their album War and Boy were oh. post punk. Hmm. So, but okay. then the new post punk is basically let's take the simplicity of punk music and just add stuff to it. And I honestly think it kind of contradicts punk music. But oh well. It, that's just yeah, my. Yeah, post punk is a bit of a weird label, I think. Yeah. But. Especially because, like, the songs aren't short. Uh, the songs are, they're either in the four to five minute range or they're in the yeah. eight to ten minute range, pretty much. Post punks. They are, they are not post, uh, they're not punk length songs, but they, they're good. And I would recommend giving, giving their newest album a listen. Cool. There's also, I listened to Daoko. I have no idea how that's pronounced either. Daoko. It but looks like Daoko. Daoko. <laughs> Daoko. Prob- that's probably yeah, more. Like Taoism. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Her newest album, Anima, she's a singer and rapper from Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ooh. one thing people might automatically know her from is from, oh, what's that song? Me, Me, Me. Mm. Which I actually saw the, I, I had never, I'd always seen things about it because the, the characters from the music video became a meme, but I didn't listen yep. to it or see the music video until today what a strange <laughs> scarring music video very scarring. x-rated if you do not like nudity or gore don't watch it but yeah. it's crazy it's good animation it's uh interesting <laughs> but anyway back yeah, to was, Dalco. Mm. um her newest album anima is really cool there's like uh it's not all her as far as i can tell i think it's she's working with this album in particular she's working with people who she respects and um 
sees as friends and whatnot, as opposed to, I guess, some of her previous albums, she was working with people who are more out there or something. But it's a really cool album. There's some cool experimental stuff to it. It's mostly electronic dance sort of stuff. Definitely very, you can tell it's like got some of that J-pop harmony flavor sort of. I, I particularly like the titular song Anima, if that's how you pronounce it. But that is such a cool song. I'd recommend you listen to any song off that album. Start with listen to that song. Mm. Also, I was randomly recommended Sunset Corp on YouTube, the inventor of Vaporwave. And Ooh. basically, uh, his actual music name is... I don't remember how to pronounce it. <laughs> one o tricks. One o one o tricks. Point, point never. Point never. And he has this YouTube channel from like 2011, where he basically started Vaporwave. There's there's one one video where he has a song Computer Vision, which is a really cool song. It's got these nice synth arpeggios. That's really hypnotic. There's End of Life Entertainment Scenario Number One, which is just. Uh, some weird VHS filter animations from an NES game filtered with the slowed down, slowed down version of Roger Troutman's Emotions, which is also a good song. Check that out. That's a that's a fun time. His most popular one is probably Nobody Here. That's a, that's the iconic Vaporwave starting song. I thought, but yeah, it's really by... cool to see. The, the beginning, the origins of Vaporwave, like a few years before it blew up. Before Floral Shop? I, yeah. The, before Macintosh Plus, huh? Mm-hmm, before all oh. that. He was pretty much the inventor of Vaporwave, as far as I can tell. Interesting. Neato. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I, there is one thing I don't have it listed here, because I... Uh, I didn't start listening into it, to it until yesterday, but I wanted to listen a little more to stuff from my heritage. And I know there was one song that I had from uh, back in the day when I was taking like AP Spanish in high school. There is this one song, one song. I don't even know if I learned it, knew it from class, but I love it. If you've ever heard of Gypsy Kings, they were they're from like southern France, but they were raised Spanish. Because it's like huh. way southern France, and they have the like this <laughs> more more upbeat poppy flamenco, and it's a really good their cover of Volare. What? Mm, yes, I love that. That's beautiful. <laughs> I listened to their their album, their third album. Their third album, funny enough, was the one that was self titled Gypsy Kings. Uh, that was the one that probably got them really big. And I, re- I love that album. Go listen to it. Go listen to it. Go listen to their cover of Volare. Mm. Gypsy Kings is great. That's the kind of thing. Uh, it's not from... I'm, my heritage is not Spain. It's Peru. But when I played, I was playing Gypsy Kings, I think, on the... Some car ride. But my mom was like, I haven't heard Gypsy Kings in so long. It's like... <laughs> love them. Go go give them a listen. But that's all the music I've got. Boom. I've got some. And that was... Oh. You got some music? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's run this music segment for all it's worth. 
Um, <laughs> we're gonna run the Sega so tonight. I've been listening to a couple bands. So one Ooh. of them is a band from the UK called Architects. They are Architects. Mm, Architects. They are a uh, they are a metalcore band from, like I said, the UK, and mm-hmm. they are beloved on our on the metalcore subreddit. And their album uh, "All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us" is one of is the number one album on that subreddit. It's the it was their album of the decade, and I went, "Ooh, it must be pretty good. I'm going to check it out on my walk to school." Oh boy, how was it? I thought it was kind of boring. <laughs> oh, that was huh. Um, that was kind of boring. Like mostly, <laughs> I think it's mostly down. I think it's mostly down to the production and the vocals. So like the riffs, the riffs are cool. It has like that degent uh percussive sound that's very popular right now in metalcore and stuff like that. And as mostly a fan of the more chaotic mathcore type stuff where it's like time signatures everywhere and the songs are pretty short. These ones like to take their time a bit more and Every song is pretty much at the same tempo. 125 BPM. I named I counted. <laughs> um, most of their songs are at that. And the way they make them sound faster is by playing most of their stuff in double time. Which, um... Sorry. I know that's kind of like a way to make slow songs sound faster, but I don't know. The It just... It's, it's a little boring, honestly. And the vocals, his the dude Sam Carter. That's his voice. That's his, that's the dude. That's the mm-hmm. vocalist. His singing voice. Okay. I just couldn't get down with it. Like he's trying to sound a lot like um what the heck's his name Ollie Sykes of Bring Me the Horizon, which I was never a fan of that dude's vocals anyway, mostly because he had a very yelpy scream. It actually sounds like he's legitimately trying to yell at you from across a table. No, not table. Oh, I was thinking more of a Looney Tune scream. Like he just like he just found out you um you dropped um a flower pot all over his couch and then he starts screaming at you. That's basically what he sounds like. That sounds uh, awesome. Stop! <laughs> it, <laughs> it's a little but his uh I just he, got his this voice yesterday cracks from my sometimes and <laughs> his voice cracks sometimes, but I think the I mean I could usually get down with weird screams, like um, Jacob Bannon of Converge, my favorite metal band. He has a really <laughs> weird scream where he actually sounds like a like a cat, but um, his scream has, he sounds yeah, like his a scream he been... sounds like a cat or something. But I don't know. I just think it sounds awesome. But look, yeah, I was just trying to water the plants, and... but the watering can has a hole in it, so I just thought I'd just bring it over from the window and <laughs> what put it in the, the sink. Why would you bring this watering can? <laughs> But, the other dude just like but, um, <laughs> the <other dude> comes <laughs> over. And his singing like, voice, <laughs> the singing voice. Ugh, I think I'm just gonna have to. T- it's yeah. gonna take a bit for me to get used to it. Mm. It sounds like he's trying to sing out of his register, but yet he sits. He hits every note. Huh. He hits every note, even though it seems like seems like he's singing out of his register, and not with auto tune. Like he t- literally can do it. He's doing it. He's putting his all. I just think it. It's just not appealing to me. I can definitely tell okay. this band is is talented. I know why they're popular. I just don't think it's for me. 
the production also sounds mm. really clean and very stereotypically gent. And yeah, very yeah, pristine. So, um, it's I do like their song Doomsday though, because it seems like they're they're chilling a bit more. It sounds a bit more chill, and the riff is really fun to play. I also like their song uh, Gone with the Wind. Um, their song Gone with the Wind's really good, but everything else mostly it's not all that um interesting to me. Unfortunately, yeah, is it like kind of copy and paste? So, like yeah. are they all really sorry, similar? architects. Maybe I'll get into you later, but. Oh, he just didn't grab me. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes you never know. Yeah. Not everything is for yeah. everyone. I know. And then the other thing I've been checking out is, for some reason, I've been listening a lot to um, this, uh, this uh, comedy album. So there's, uh, there's this artist on YouTube named uh, Gerard Along, and he does like parody music of uh, alternative music genres like... Uh, like pop punk, uh, metalcore or uh, indie, emo, and um, he he's like the Weird Al of this stuff, and the only thing holding him back from me actually like full blown going this guy's great is just his production. Um, it sounds very cheap, like it it. It literally sounds everything sounds like a plugin. His guitar sounds like okay. a plugin, even though it is a real guitar. The drums are probably obviously programmed, and the yeah. bass is just locked in with everything. Like I don't know how they do it. Maybe the so, bass player, maybe he he's just playing the bass like so very well that he's just on time every single time. But it just sounds weird to me. But other than that, his songs are funny. These are funny songs. Like one of them was um called uh, Take It Easy Core, where it's basically about how friendship is so awesome and everything, and it's parodying uh, uh Easy Core, where it's basically pop punk except a bit louder, and mm. it's super funny, especially the parts where it talks about how it's like. Friendship makes me wanna shout. Friendship never gives me doubt. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to do that. That sounds amazing. I love hanging with my like, friends to the very end. Yeah, it's basically that. <laughs> and yeah, that song that song's very catchy. And it's really fun. And the the although the thing that kills it for me is that is when they're trying to parody a famous uh French easy core band called Chunk No Captain Chunk. And they, uh, the dude suddenly slips into a French accent. It's hilarious. <laughs> and then the other one he did was, uh, he just released a album in his fake band called uh, Vermicide Violence, where it's basically a, it's a deathcore parody band. And it was basically all about the virus and the song, uh, Corona Viscerated. It's hilarious, especially the part where he like talks about don't go to don't go to Japan, don't eat the sushi, don't come to Italy, don't eat the spaghetti. He says it like that, and uh, don't go spaghetti. to Iran. You shouldn't be going there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Focus um, on Iraq no. instead. <laughs> yeah, and and then it, it's it's funny. Um, it's real. He's a really funny guy. Especially the song, uh, there's another one off his album, Beating a Dead Horse, 
where it's bar- basically parodying like Kesha songs or um, what they call what the dudes call crunk core, where hmm. it's basically uh, electro pop, except the dude tries to add like screamed vocals in it, and it's it's the worst genre. It's terrible, but <laughs> the 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 music is funny. Music's funny, but yeah, if you're into if you're into that stuff. And you want a quick laugh, and you're like into the whole culture about alternative music yeah. and stuff. Definitely check it out, listen. especially and his his other album, uh, "Awkward and Depressed," which is parodying emo music. That's also really good. That um, fun. especially the the medley song, "Ohio is for is for emo fans," especially the part <laughs> where it talks about it goes into a tangent about him being fake emo. Ohio's for and all the Blink-182 fans. It goes. Um, especially there's like a tangent in the song where the the singer is talking about no one will care if I die. And then the mother character in the song goes, that is it. You're grounded. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Where's my straightener? <laughs> my straightener. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, and then he talked about going to Hot Topic. But yeah, it's <laughs> funny, funny, funny guy. Funny album. Yeah. And yeah, if you're into that I stuff, check it out. Into hot topic. I got a Goku shirt. <laughs> I leave the store yeah. and put it on my wife. <gasps> Alright, sorry. Yeah. I'm done. This man stuff, is dropping some fire right here. Check it out. Fun. Fun, 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 fun. Alright. Let's head on to poetry. And as the sonorous bells ring out an ethereal chime, my surprise. And encounter a divine, mellifluous poetry time. We're taking too long, so I think we should just jump into it. Yep. Let's jump straight into it. Yep. Who's going first? I um. I only have one poem, so mm-hmm. that should that's all should be okay. Go for okay. it. Of the many substances we can enjoy on this earth, there is only one out there with a supreme amount of worth. One that gets me up at night or morning, and it tastes so good and is fit for drinking. I don't need no booze or drugs to keep up the dopamine. As I quote the descendants, I just chug a lug my coffee. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful, All absolutely right. beautiful. I don't no. drink coffee though. Oh, no, that's so pretty I, nice. I can't, re- I, I can't say I relate. You will no, I drink coffee. I mean, he can. <laughs> yeah. He just I drinks take, it black. I do. I, take I, I do prefer instead. it black as opposed to dessert. Yeah, but I prefer it black, I, like my men. Pref- I, I, I don't, don't mind drinking it black. I had black coffee this morning, but sometimes just sometimes having it with cream and sugar. Oh, yes. Oh, coffee, what so what nice. brew do you get? Oh yeah, poetry. If you're getting Starbucks, that is the worst coffee. <laughs> it is the uh, terrible yeah. coffee. Get, Whoa, get Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts coffee is the freaking best. Dunkin' yeah, Donuts. That's good stuff. Wow. America runs on Dunkin'. Hey guys, um, comment in the comment section to start this proxy war between uh, Starbucks <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Also, next time, about... coffee wars. Yeah, that'll be our next news segment. <laughs> 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 to the very end 
<laughs> with my friends, of course. Okay. Should I go Don't through to my poem? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I wrote a haiku. It's called Fall Semester. And here it goes. School has oh. now begun. Students are being quite dumb. Wear a fucking mask. <laughs> Best explanation so on the podcast. So true. Hey, and that's how we get our explicit rating. <laughs> yep. I mean, I feel Wait like I should be explicit for, for that. Like, it's to the point where I'm like, what's wrong with you? Do you want to well, stay in school? Okay, Actually, side honestly, note, side note. Um, number. One of our teachers have caught the virus and- Bigger number. Students caught it. And one of our friends who is an RA is literally scrambling all over the place to write up kids who are being jerks, being dumbasses, <laughs> trying to- <sighs> Go, uh, and going. Oh, why are you partying? Why are you having sex? It's the virus. Why? And like, why are you always effing? Yeah. Like, this why is you always the effing? level of thirty kids like, in oh a dorm gosh. room breaking the rules and like slipping each wow. other through emergency exits to evade people. <sighs> yeah, the the season of Animal House great. College is pretty much over at this point. Stop doing it, guys. Don't if any it. of you are college students and you decide, hey, I'm going to my friends and I'm going to go and celebrate even though I may have the virus, don't. Don't. Don't get your friends sick. Don't get us sick. Please. Pretty please. It's dumb. Pro and mm. also, it's, they probably just want more student money just so they can close the school like two weeks into the school year no mm -hmm. my if they start with it open the then they can charge too dry. i think all the schools are going to close after ad drop i think all colleges are going to close after ad drop so they can't none of their tuition can be refunded fully yeah mm -hmm. that's what we charge that, is, that sounds about right that is really smart but also really scummy and i don't like it so mm -hmm. yeah. there we go tangent Works over business. um Tends yeah. it over. Dude, Let's get on with the rest inside. of the poetry. Colleges are businesses. Stay inside. Stay inside. <laughs> Stay inside um, make your some bread. Make some rye bread. Eat that instead. Have a good time. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, forget to wear a fucking mask. All right. God, and... Cream's going to have a lot of fun with the sensor. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't worry. He's sorry, explicit. I, I have a couple poems. This one's titled, Me, lol. There once Evil. was a terrible writer. Oh. His idea bulb wouldn't get any brighter. He picked up his pen to write once again and got no poetry done in an all-nighter. I've also got a haiku titled, I'm calling you out. Sour, you were late. You need to show up on time. JK, love you, man. <laughs> I wish you didn't put that last part in. <laughs> Make it funnier. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself and then just like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> All right. So, um, also, you can call me out again because I didn't have to do any poetry and I'm not willing to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is snowing on Mount Fuji. There you go. Yeah. Sour, oh <laughs> Sour poetry. Do it pretty. What the heck, man? Please, really? right now. It's snowing on Mount Fuji. It is snowing on Mount Fuji. <laughs> it's snowing on Mount Thanks for doing it for me. <laughs> okay, we are running way, way, way too way much. Way past time. time. It's fine. It's, we we edited it. It's the normal time now. Yeah. Uh, now it's yeah. the normal time. <laughs> Tell me why. You took why away segments, but we're the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
just how uh, we are. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> thanks for listening to our Please. podcast. That's sometimes too long. Yeah. Yep. Adios. Please check out our YouTube channel. Um, go check out um, what was the name again? The, 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 the French, the French Spanish.